Welcome to the Intergalactic Railroad. I am Craig. I will be your conductor. Now recording. You can go on about your business. introducing ourselves so this being another episode of the intergalactic railroad uh I in my house again uh there's a mike there's a max there's a olin and there's a sarah and we're gonna be talking about uh what we'll be talking about laying out yeah thematic uh, 10 point plan for fucking Anarchist conquest of the universe and all this other shit. Is it conquest? <laughs> if, what? Is it conquest if we're anarchists? Yeah, that's what I. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's Donquest. It's 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 unquest. Yeah, the decolonialization of the known universe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I spreading spreading life across it just sounds too gooey for you. Actually, so that's one of the things I wanted to talk about. I've seen some great shit about this idea of uh, the natural world in the Middle Ages being like this Jacob's Ladder of hierarchy from God through humans down to dust. And the notion of <laughs> yeah, evolution yeah. came from, the word evolution came from the notion of things going up towards God. And, really? Uh, yeah. So if we're going to kill God, we got to do that. We gotta go that we way. must evolve. <laughs> we must evolve. Let's evolve. I'm so happy we that must... I closed the door to my grandma. Woo! <laughs> it's <laughs> she cool. Would not be no, we're, we're, it's more. It's more like it's more like devolving. Really, we have to yeah. like we have to erase the idea of a hierarchical direction between us and the better version of us, and just accept that we're like all a horizontal slime smeared across the surface of a like a large jawbreaker. Hmm. Interesting. Like, all, like your body's all um, very ecological, right? It's it's not all just your yeah. cells. It's many people's cells, most of whom yeah. are just single celled people. And those people just swap fucking DNA all day. Like they bump into each other and just like swap huge hunks of their DNA. Uh, it's like it's 
I feel like there was a toy in the '90s that was like this, little robots, and you could just swap out all their parts. But uh, talk about Beyblades. It's, yeah, probably. I I don't know. How am I supposed to remember the '90s, man? I'm just saying. It's like, oh yeah, they rip. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I do remember they rip. All right. Uh, yeah, they exactly all the little parts, all your little Pokemon's, whatever. It's the the gen, the horizontal gene transfer is what it's called, and it's like uh, it means that we're all this soup of mixtures of different DNAs happening at different scales all the time. Some, some of which are much slower and more static, but even our human DNA is epigenetically changing during a lifetime. And so the idea of a hierarchy between like dirt and God, and we're somewhere in the middle and headed up is bullshit. It's actually like God is just like one form of slime or one way of looking at slime and dirt is the other way. And we're in between that like spread out across the earth, if anything. Indeed, At a, but it's a different. It's a different time scale for human, the macro human thing. I would assume than the than the single the single cell people that are in our bodies. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. they're, they're changing on a mad fast time scale. They're on some other evolutionary shit, and that's why, yeah. like, like are they God? Because they're actually like transforming and becoming better all the time at real interactions of like their basic material, or is it God to just like like get rid of all that goopy stuff in your body and just become like one pure dehydrated human noodle? Oh no, that sounds gross. <laughs> that sounds uh, and lonely. That sounds not. That sounds bad. I mean, I it's your basic feel, like murder like, aesthetic. Yeah. Doesn't every like great holy person just kind of look like jerky? Ah, uh, yeah, probably because they're just totally sterile aside from their own human uh, cells. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they've, this, this they've purified. To, uh, we're talking about Lysenkoism. Lysenkoism? Um, so in Stalinist Russia, fucking genetics were considered a bourgeois concept. Um, and a lot of this has to do with the early geneticists were in tight with the eugenicists. And that was like, you know, kind of helped cause World War II and shit. And, um, it was bad. Like it. So they pretty much banned... Um, Mendelian like genetics, the idea of inheritance being specific traits and there being like an outward sign and an inward mechanism. And oh, always, I think, like, oh. it was illegal until 1956 to promote that in the USSR. That's, that's fucked up. Jesus. No wonder they kill all the biocosmists. It's one of the reasons why the USSR is the way it is. And why, like, they, have, they fucked up in Russia and caused a famine. They caused that famine in China and shit. Like, there's this big weird thing where, like, uh, where fucking communism didn't work, essentially. And it's because they're fucking complete, even though they did all these wonderful things in physics and chemistry and all these other areas, they industrialized huge portions of the world uh, very quickly and all of this stuff. They sucked at biology. They completely fucking sucked because... Uh, Stalin had a boner for this guy, Trofim Denisovich Lysenko, who was all about what we would now call horizontal gene transfer. Essentially, like, um, if you, you know, if you treat wheat like barley hard enough, it will just become barley, is his idea. Like, giraffes have uh -huh. long necks. If you take a horse and stretch its fucking neck, its kids are going to have long necks. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's that's just like that's like epigenetics, you know. Is it the, that's like the same shit, right? Or like similar? Thing is I mean, it's, yeah, it works on different scales. This is what I thought of when you're talking about the single cells being on a different scale or whatever. Epigenetics says like all sorts of weird. It totally is a real thing that has come back, but <laughs> the mechanisms are all Mendelian genes. You ever hear of the like? Uh, so my mom, my mom was an anorexic uh, for a long time before she had me and after she had me and like there's been studies that show that like uh women who were anorexic uh their babies tend to like just fucking put on weight and be chubby like isn't that like i don't know never mind that's an epigenetic yeah 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 there's There's, that also happens with sparrows is that's like where that study happened it can be a hormonal like a like a setup that just like triggers different things that tells based that's like based on feast and famine cycles in in our uh, evolution, right? Yeah, totally. There's so many different hidden mechanisms in our genetics that like aren't they? You don't even know that they're there until and or what they are until like circumstances like uh, facilitate that you know or activate that basically. Just recently, they proved that you can pass down the fear of a smell between generations of mice. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> they like, they smell a thing, and then they get zapped. Uh, and they teach them this, and then they oh my use God. that mouse as a sperm donor. So that mouse never interacted physically with the the mother of the children or the children themselves. And those children smell that and freak out, whereas other mice will not. Oh my God. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, I mean, I I have experiences with a fondness for a smell, like uh, when I ever since I was a kid, I just always loved the smell of like gasoline and skunks and uh, fresh pine cutting and weed, and it's oh, yeah. just because everybody ever in my whole ancestry, at some point, was just smoking tons of weed, right? Probably right. Yep. The big yep. thing, though, the big thing about Perfect. the sense is that all the articles about this have giant question marks at the end. Because they don't know what mechanism does this, and it adds up to you know all sorts of super important shit. But the mechanisms are fucking unknown. So in the long run, you could talk about dialectical materialism and biology as evolution and all this other stuff. But down to the you know the actual gears and stuff, it has to be respected that these are complete bullshit on the molecular level. Like, like uh, what's lysenkoism is bullshit. Lysenkoism, yeah, it killed millions of people. But also yeah, like yeah. Dawkinsism, well, less uh, less maybe murderous so far. Like the the whole idea that there's this just this forward um, through the generations propagation of the gene and like this the way the selfish gene got blown out blown up to uh, to sociobiology and evolutionary psychology and turn it to like the selfish everybody shit and uh, yeah, that Dawkins is it's also fuck what. Western empiricism, we were talking about this last time, about the difference right, yeah. the dialectic or whatever. And like this evidence-based way of looking at the world is makes it really easy to lose context. And because it's super tiny, you know, you're looking at these tiny little mechanisms one at a time. And you need something else to look at the larger picture and see the movement of a vast array of things at once. Well, that's, Speaking I think, what... Uh, of- uh, like modern biology kind of facilitates, you know, 
modern biological uh, scientific research, you have more of a dynamic, like you have a more encompassing, I don't know what, I don't know. You have a more dynamic, larger view as time passes in the scientific community, uh, as opposed to like, you know, 1920s, like Soviet uh, pseudoscience, you know, we live in a different world now. So that gives me hope. Sorry. Anyways. <laughs> well, we could, uh, yeah, we know different things now and we can yeah. just like go in and directly start editing genes, see what happens. And just yeah, totally. we'd be like, I, I know how lysenkoism happens. It's like, I stretched this dog's neck. <laughs> uh, I'm just, I've always appreciated that. Just biology. I've always appreciated the process of like, uh, um, well, especially in like, like hacking stuff when you, you inject like just, uh, garbled data into a certain part of a program to see what exactly it fucks up in the mm -hmm. program for like reverse engineering and the same thing yeah the same thing can be done with genes you know but you have to be like super quarantined just in case you like make the fucking like you know raccoon city <laughs> bullshit you know? are you talking about the gene gun the what the gene gun oh you mean oh, CRISPR? no no crispr came later the gene gun, or maybe the gene gun came later. CRISPR is like an actual real science thing. The gene gun, you actually use a fucking, this guy built it using a pellet gun. Oh, God. Into tissue. Oh, my God. <laughs> and just see what the fuck happens. Oh, my God. Yeah, what they do is they get a tissue. <laughs> and then they shoot the genes into it, and some of those genes actually get expeller pressed into a cell, you know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm gonna, we're going to get these. How are we going to get these? Yeah, no, us? that'd be so easy. Yeah. like 50 bucks. Yeah, oh, dude, shit. you totally could. It's basically, just a, it's basically just a fucking nail gun, huh? Yeah, it's no, you can make a nail gun with some, like, DNA in it, and uh, <laughs> like... you could literally use a pellet gun. You could use like a pe a pellet gun and just freeze a bunch of like coagulated genetic crap and just shoot. But where are we gonna get coagulated genetic crap, man? That's so uh, easy. That's actually, you know, <laughs> this recorded is pretty easy to do. You need like a uh, one of those the spinner things. Yeah. This is why I'm not a science. Yeah, <laughs> the centrifugal spinner. Yeah, totally. And some, and I mean, some, this like, podcast is a satire production, after all. We're not. Yeah, signing. totally. <laughs> we're, we're definitely jokes, and all this is jokes, and we're not responsible for you. It says it right on our website. We're not responsible for you. Take uh, but the gene gun is real, and the way they do it is they get the green fluorescent protein gene that they shoot in there with it, so like the stuff will be fluorescent that and marked, and then you can just take the tissue that's growing that way. And then separate it from the other shit. And so, like, whatever is fluorescent also has another gene in it as well. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. I volunteer to get fluorescent shots. <laughs> it's, it's, I imagine it's pretty localized. You'll just have, like, I mean, one or two cells that are just, like, glowing, you know, in a particular yeah. way. Oh, well, I, I, if you shoot me enough times, I'll have a lot of them. Like, I... I it de depending on if it's just yeah, a pellet totally. gun with a little icy piece of booger in it, I could totally survive that. Uh, I'm pretty sure. That remind that reminds me of that one time I got you with a dart gun. Remember that that blow dart gun? The, no. At the at the Shire, remember you held your arm out right after I made this one out of a straw and a needle, and you were just like, "Oh yeah, come on, get me with it." You remember that? Yeah, that, and you got me with it. it, and then I got you with it, and you moved your arm, <laughs> and it moved up opposing ways because it went to your fucking muscle. That was gnarly. Anyway, because, so. because I was I was uh, 
appending it to my biology. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, it's posthumanism. I was becoming a cyborg with it. That's me. Yep. Posthuman in action. <laughs> oh my god. Well, well. Anyways, uh, gene guns, gene guns. I'm gonna make one this evening. <laughs> that's that's what he said. Um, yep. Subs intermingle, y'all. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Okay. So like the basics. Uh, we're here to communize the universe and seed on everything together. Uh, we're here to fucking explore space and time and all that. Things should live as long as they want to. Wait, and slow down, slow down. When they want to. Slow down. Read the precepts at least. And do it one at a time so that we can discuss. Because I want to know what the fuck okay. um, we think about these. Uh, the, yeah, Amendment 1 or whatever. Any self should live as long as it chooses to live. This goes for humans and non-humans, post-humans, sentient animals, Me. and emotional intelligences. This is a value statement. It does not have to be possible. Very simply, it is better to live until it ends. Uh, yep. Yeah, as a, one, as, right? as a, yeah, rule number one, don't die. As a postal human, I, uh, I totally endorse that. Any self should live as long as it chooses to live. How do, uh, uh, that presupposes a lot of things like free will and like, a certain, like what, who, and what is a self? You define the, the self stuff pretty good. Sentient animals and emotional intelligences. What's an emotional intelligence? Everyone's got emotion and intelligence. Don't kick it. I don't know. Oh, like, <laughs> like the cat. I, You're just talking about any, anything that might arise that is an intelligence that has emotions? Yeah. Like, how do I not eat somebody, though? Like, how am I not going to eat something? Somebody's self. I mean, well, it's a I get, fucking value statement. statement. Non-sentient animals and vegetables. It's a all right, nice. (laughs) I mean, in the long run, I prefer to photosynthesize anyway. And uh, you're right; a lot of things are dying and being thrown in the trash. It does not have to be possible. All right. The preference for photosynthesis is one is more. Anyway, that's a different subject. The idea that you want to photosynthesize sets off a thing in me that's like immediate and fascinating, like. That biology is not mine. Fuck that. <laughs> but it is. It's. It's just the other guy on the planet. It's the. It's the plant by the people. That's fine. It's still DNA. Two. Any self should be able to go anywhere. Movements in space and time, as well as movements in other dimensions or measurable characteristics, are not the domain of the self. These acts are the actual material of which the self consists. There's nothing inherent in space or time that calls into question the ability of cells to change, to flow, and to migrate. The only real law is that no act shall be perfectly repeated as expressed by the creation of entropy in the passage of time. Thus, blah, 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 we live in a fucking material world. Things that you can touch that have an effect on other things are real, and we should have effects on things. And you can never do anything twice because that's how time works. And, you know... Just laying out, like, here's what the universe is. There's a bunch of things that are experiencing space and time. Uh, yeah. There's- so you, you just said molecular bumper cars is a thing that exists. Yeah. Everything interacts. 
Yeah. Well, and the, and the, 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 these are not the domain of the self. These are actually the actual material of which the self consists. Uh, That's fucking cool. But we aren't anything except our sensations, right? And there's collisions with other like sensations and, and fields or, uh, or particles, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, are you sep- much of a fucking hippie? Are you sep- are you trying to are you attempting to separate uh, sensation from uh, from like objective reality? I mean, uh, I guess no. what I was trying to say is that biology and selfhood um, exist in objective reality and has to be viewed through the lens of thermodynamics and not through some other bullshit lens. We're doing a materialist uh, okay. here. We're not doing some fancy ass. Let's form a cult and pray for aliens. And if we are doing that, we're doing it because it works. <laughs> yeah, that's the, it's if it's not it's not uh, praying if it's Medi, right? If it's messaging extraterrestrial intelligences, like just sort of willy nilly in a reckless manner, mm-hmm. um, if and we just end up like being invaded by Trisolarans or something. Oh God, that's. That's still materialist dialectical stuff, right? Yeah. The essential point, though, is that because it's molecular bumper cars and that's what you're fucking made of, there is no fucking justification intrinsically saying like, oh, you're an American, you belong in America. Uh, That's a Mexican, (laughs) you belong in Mexico. You know, like, there is no fucking (laughs) here and not there. We get to go wherever the fuck we want according to the precepts of biocosmopolitan. Right, I should be able to go meet the parents of my avocados that I eat from Mexico. Yeah. And they should be able to come here, the avocado yeah. trees, as they have to migrate for the climate. Yeah. For example. Yeah. Um, and Interesting. Very- that kind of... Huh? Mm-hmm. Well, go for it. Objection? The, number three. These selves acting up and moving around will eventually run into each other and interact. There is no ethic, no morality, and no philosophy that will prevent atrocities and self-destruction. Only action, knowledge, and luck can prevent the destruction of specific selves. Each circumstance is unique, and doctrines are not truth but preference. Um, Essentially, yeah, you know, human history is a result of fucking random. This is what we just said. Human history is a result of... Wait, no, no. Hold up, because this one, this one was the one I was curious about today. Uh, we're not, it's, you're saying it's impossible to prevent atrocities? Abstractions then, don't prevent atrocities. Oh, okay. Yeah, these, no ethic, no morality, and no philosophy. Only action, knowledge, and luck can prevent the destruction of specific selves. And this sounds like it was something that maybe Richard Branson would use to justify, like, running a self-driving car over like a hundred pedestrians um to oh say so i'm like uh worried about the like future the implications there considering that the futurists were on that tip and they didn't do so well for themselves in italy yeah so on. it sounds like this precept sucks <laughs> yeah um i like the idea that uh but that only my own like will power and, and personal like energy will survive me. But that's why I don't like this precept because that the part of me that likes that idea is the bad part of me. Well, specifically, I mean, if you don't do it, you know, if you're not doing the thing that you want done, pretty much fuck you. 
I guess that's what I was going for with that. Like, if you want to be about something and you're not about that thing, then you're just not about that thing that you want to be about. And that's just the end of it. There is not another chance. Um, I like that. That's a good precept. Like, if we want a space program, we have to do space program. We build space program in the way that we can, and we don't necessarily win, and you have to be okay with that. Um, I don't have to be okay with not winning. This is, that's kind of an, it's such an open, it's really open-ended. Just saying, it's kind of just like how things already are anyways, you know? Well, I mean, that's the whole point of the philosophy is that if it's based on how things already are, then it will basically work, right? Yeah, it's just like, oh, yeah, you're, uh, yeah. So you're a biocosmist. Yeah. So I have to eat other people to live, and so I can't not commit atrocities right now. Hmm. Even if they're plant people. Even if they're, I mean, I really can't just live off fruits and milk. (laughs) And, And besides, milk is an atrocity. That's a kind of, yeah, this is the other half of it. Yeah, is that like animals are people too, and we fucking eat them, and these selves acting up and moving around, we eventually run into each other and interact, and we kind of eat some of the people. <laughs> See, <laughs> which brings us to number four: uh, the selves intermingle, and the intermingling of the selves. Since you know this is gonna fucking happen, might as well do it on purpose. If you're going to interact, if you're going to intermingle, if you're going to share pieces of yourself with other people and they're going to share it with you and you're going to become each other and contradict and evolve together, do it on purpose and quit being an asshole about it. I like this one. Yeah. There's no reason individuals shouldn't communize to build larger organisms, which are new individuals. And on what scale... Well, on no scale should this process be limited, or I don't know the answer to that question, if you should limit that process. Like, you know, if ants want to form a superorganism and people want to form cities, like... Paperclip like optimizing. Uploaded and the people that's of China just, all became one organism. That's, yeah, that I statement mean, that's is kind of just like a reset point. button of civilization, is what it looks like to me. If you wanted to just, like... It's, it's just stating already what already... It's like, that is already how things are, you know? But then people initially, then people try to prevent each other from getting larger or prevent each other from doing anything, basically. I think I think we need to come back to that biopower shit from a few episodes ago that I still don't understand the original reference of, but have uh, attached my own meaning to. Because uh, the the like all of this juice being captured, that's really what I'm the only thing I think about is the juice. Is it, yeah. Communizing to create larger organisms, which are new individuals, as it says here, seems to be like, as opposed to funneling your juice into one of the already larger organisms, which exists, and seems to go with the whole idea that if you're not being about it, then you're just not about it, um, which I believe was precept three. And if it's like, if you're if you're not being about it, and if you, if you, then you're not putting your juice into it. If you're not, but if you did put your juice into it, it would be a thing, just like how we are all doing a space program from our various cans in the various ways we can, and that a bunch of other people are too, and we keep meeting them. Hmm. Your water is fucking cloudy. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get a glass of water, and it came out all cloudy. And it- I do. 
I, ha- I hate it when I turn on my tap and a cloud comes out of the faucet. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that is a funny image. <laughs> this water's all cloudy. I can barely breathe it. <laughs> so that's so that's the first four principles. We got to find six more. I'm taking donations. I mean, yeah, we need ten. I have ten fingers. Those are the things that wound up on the the biocosm.xyz. That's true. You can always find those at biocosm.xyz slash biocosm. But uh, this is that's that's a, a year old. That's a uh, a shell from which the Iger is constantly like emerging and eating and destroying and recalcifying. And I'm gonna even make it better soon. But uh, what to do that? It would be nice to have some better. Precepts. How do you say that? Precept. Yeah, we need like Precepts. a ten point. Precept. <laughs> the precept shit came from a place of nihilism where I was just sort of starting to get shit together. I Me and Max were talking about this shit a little bit, and I think you were more in like some sort of market anarchy shit at that time, and I was coming from like a straight out of the woods nihilism kind of situation. It was really not very analytically correct, I think. It's it's old news now. It's like, you know, we can do better. Yeah, we should have introduced it that way, but that's now this maybe it's better to just like dive inside on scene actually. Uh, yeah, we Craig. can do better. Yeah. Uh, uh that's what Craig is for. It's cool. Um yep. things that things that I really like about this uh web site includes all the stuff that I did to build it and also all the text on it. And everyone should go there. It's biocosm.xyz and read the stuff because some new stuff came in somehow time traveled from December and landed in April um, due to my fault. But they, there's some stuff on there that I think we should revisit or like um, occasionally maybe make explicit like the Can Life uh, documentaries, which are also um, presented on some of the episodes of Iger. Uh, I mean, excuse me, Craig, I've got to raise uh, some of the episodes of the Intergalactic Railroad. Intergalactic Railroad. It would be a lot of work, but every time someone said Intergalactic Railroad, you could just put in a sample of I bring you a message! From the intergalactic um, I can do that. Anybody does sax? <laughs> Who does saxophone? Here, I'll find one. All right. <laughs> have you all, uh, sorry, random tangent, but uh, have you all tried the Lagunitas Supercluster Ale? Supercluster? Um, yeah, it is a uh, quote of intergalactic proportions. Yeah, yeah. A citrus, a citra hopped mega ale. It is really tasty, and that is what I'm drinking. And have you yeah, heard about Brewers Droop? Brewers Droop. Some biology, some biology you for would, you. You would know. You would know about it. Being don't brewer. talk about that. I've <laughs> brewed before. We've all brewed, haven't we? We've all brewed. <laughs> Let me speak. Let me speak plainly. I just learned about a, a maybe apocryphal medical thing due to I was studying brewing, and 
I learned about Brewer's Droop from the mm-hmm. Wikipedia, but it's terrified me. Apparently, uh, hops are in, due to being a bunch of tiny, underdeveloped female sex organs of a plant all clustered down on one tiny little, um, like, nubbly little pine cone thing. Uh, they're just fucking packed with phytoestrogen. And for anybody that, like, trips out about the idea of, like, absorbing plant hormones from soy, well, like, hops have, like, thousands of times more um, phytoestrogens than soy, apparently. Oh, and, really? Yeah. And so there's a con- there's supposedly a, uh, a condition that um, happens to people who brew a lot, which uh, is, uh, that, are meant, that's, that have a lot of testosterone to start off with, but the phytoestrogens give them breasts, and it makes their penises not do working. And it makes them. Um, Whoa! It, it makes them. It makes them, It turns them into babes. The fucking Catholic monks supposedly uh, banned everything but hops and beer, because everything else was making people like wild out and stuff. People used to have like really concise herbal knowledge of like how to get different kinds of drunk. And yeah, it was gruish. Just like had sit food. down, get fucked up, drunk. Right. Yeah. Because hops is a soporific. So now I'm just drinking brown ales and sh- I'm just drinking darking and like weak and even I even been drinking perhaps pa- blue ribbons despite the fact that I can't grow a beard. Hmm. I, I but hops are over. Yeah, hops are over. <laughs> hops are over. Could have been a perfect lead up to like some sort of sales pitch on like maybe a line of pills of some kind. All right. To be honest. To be honest, hops aren't over. Hops are just being super concentrated into Babyfy uh, 4000. Uh, and Babyfy 4000 is a small concentrated pill made out of the tiny flower vaginas of hops flowers and also cannabis flowers and tobacco flowers because uh, we wanted to throw in some supplements. And uh, you can get these today on our website, which is www.youtub.com. All right. You heard it. That paid the, that it paid the bills. Yeah. We should maybe, at least we don't have to get a Patreon since we have all these secret uh, donors that uh, slip in all this product placement into our stuff so subtly. Yeah. Vaginas, the new drink. Um. <laughs> you know. I was thinking about just grinding up this cat. She's so full of fucking hormones right now on her first heat. I've never been as horny as she looks. And I was thinking if I just powdered her, I could sell her down on the street. And I mean, not her, you know, cat. Uh, so. Good example of Lysenkoism. You don't think that would work? <laughs> you assume that you can eat the cat and become Yo, horny this yourself. Cat <laughs> I'm going to eat the cat's sex parts and glands in some little like a uh, system. And then I'm going to, I'm not, I'm not actually going to do this. If animal controls ever listens to this podcast for fun. But that, remi- uh, that reminds me of a, of a medical system that I've heard about that is very ancient. They do stuff like that pretty consistently. And a friend of mine is participating in, in that currently. I won't really? mention names. It's just uh, you know, it's medicine. It's uh, Eastern medicine, traditional Eastern medicine, you know, they they yeah, grind yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What is but it? But how uh, is that not wrong? But look, it's that they are the same parts. If you can absorb fucking growth hormones from drinking milk from cows, 
like the, the they've got tons of like actual animal estrogens in them. Yeah, and- I mean they like. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to like. I don't want to be disrespectful. To the, sorry, I'm just remember like. We, remember that one time we grew up with a kid and he drank like a gallon of milk a day and then he just turned into like a giant bovine oh, human he being. Was, he was a giant baby for sure. He was a. a he very was like large really skinny baby. before that, and then he like uh, he turned into this massive, amazing ox of a man, and it was just yeah, like totally. eating just milk. But yeah. his hormones. And so, like, I don't think it's like, I don't know if it, it, maybe it's like Sinkoism, but may, and maybe it's traditional Chinese medicine, but maybe it's just like biology is like they have a bunch of hormones in there that are mammal hormones that were mammals too. And it, that part is all the same. It's like well, lower level code. As mammals and stuff like that, but you can't. Like, People used to drink reindeer piss. Similarities and stuff. And estrogens are estrogens or whatever, but that's plural, man. That's like a class of compounds. That's a class of things. There's many. Yeah, many I know. I, there's a fucking class of them in this fucking cat skull, man. They probably kiss oh each other out. They'll probably. You know, that's. I'm just saying. That's a. If you really want to concentrate that shit and put it in your body. Okay, for the record, I'm not for animal cruelty. You, you make scribble when you scribble on like a genome. You make cancer. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's immediately what I thought of when you mentioned the gene gun. I was just like, that's the only thing that can happen. Like, you blast yeah. someone with a gene pellet gun, like, it's cancer. Like, that's it. It's just, <laughs> it's like they're going to kill you in the next 10 minutes, but you're going to kill them in the long run. Yeah, fuck that. God damn, that's terrible. Anyway, here's, here's the cancer gun. <laughs> so, where are we going to get it? If you blast them so many different, you know, you get so many different cells and different fragments in different places that. Some of it lives. Yeah. So, some of those work somewhere in there and it keeps thriving because you keep it alive in a Petri dish. So mm-hmm. like if you did that to a human population, for instance, you might get like a 90% death rate. But some of them would, you know, turn into superheroes or something. Yes. How, how are we going to get an infinite amount of energy? That's what I want to know for part three. That's not how energy is. Zero point energy, man. <laughs> Zero point energy. We got to go for how that solid we... state magnetic bikini shit, you know? <laughs> we got to sell new yeah. supplements and advocate this. <laughs> I just want to yeah. approach an infinite amount of energy. I just want to approach and ever increasing, like, come to, like, acquire energy with the biosphere that's just Fucking currently just build, floating around. Build a, di- build a Dyson sphere. Just do it. No, I need more. That's not enough. Once I build a dice sphere, I'm going to want a cookie. Well, what you're talking about is like... <laughs> you're talking about trophy yeah, if, you, if you give a mouse a Dyson sphere. <laughs> if you give a pond a fucking dead cow, uh, if, you, if you give a pond a bunch of fucking fertilizer, you increase its trophic level. Like Generally speaking, you cause more metabolism to be happening per square inch of pond. And so what happens to that fertilizer is the pond like explodes with all this fucking life, but the pond is limited by the amount of sun hitting it and a variety of other factors. So like it really strives to get all this shit going and is like really pumping out that shit. And then it hits the end of the fucking fertilizer pile and you still have the same amount of fucking light and the same amount of energy input. And then you have a mass die off of all the fucking algae. And then the that's what I'm talking about. And everything in the pond dies. 
Because you're limited by the lowest, like the, the amount of sunlight in this case. You're limited by the smallest resource, not by the mo biggest resource. That's what right. I was trying to, that's what I was thinking about this week. Like, uh, j just like the ability that the plants have to grow in the soil. Basically, uh, they say it's like a, like a barrel uh, where the, the, the lowest slat is what defines how much water is in the barrel, not the tallest slat. And like I was trying to figure out how we get enough of all of the right nutrients to like take off in a way where all of the, all of the stuff is getting used at the right time and in the right amount. Uh, so, so that there's not so much pollution because the pollution is just the resources in the places where they can't be used. Uh, like the, the uh, fertilizer in this case, if it could just be like absorbed or moved into the right place where it could get more access to sunlight with the creatures, right? Does it make yeah. sense when I say that, that like bringing up the notion of uh, life on Earth is in a constant state of recovering from crisis? Like genetic diversity, species diversity increases and increases and then collapses and then recovers. And like sort of as the biodiversity increases, what you're talking about is happening where there's less waste and there's more trophic available, you know, more metabolism happening in an efficient manner. And then you get a collapse of that system. You drastically reduce biodiversity and the slow recovery starts in like the wreckage, which is sort of like what's happening currently. Like what human society, like human society is a shitty replacement for the biodiversity of 10,000 years ago. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I think we kind of like sucked up that biodiversity into like some meta space. Like, I think the internet yeah. actually kind of no, did that. I mean, more I mean we now. sucked up the last biodiversity ten thousand years ago too. There was just yeah. like all these like giant sloths and shit, and then we were just like mm, biology and just nuzzled yeah. them to death. You know, and you know what? We turned it into art and and uh, culture. <laughs> <laughs> you turned into so fucking little art. The Stone Age, the Stone Age art scene was so boring. If you really think about it, I know it's overhyped, but the Stone Age art scene was bullshit. No, I think all the canvases probably just had enough time to decompose. You know, like they probably. Never mind. I'm I'm just kidding. Anyways, uh... I mean, we actually, you might be right. I don't actually. I should, I I was also kidding, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, to we're tell all you kidding. That. We're, we're all kidding. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this whole show is a fucking scam. It's a farce. I gotta say that less. I gotta say I'm kidding less because I'm really not most of the time. But, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not fucking kidding. I'm trying to make the fucking anarchist space program. I don't know what you guys' problem is, but I'm working on it. I'm cleaning up my zone. I'm getting all my shit in a box. I'm making sure that it's all in the box, and then I'm shooting it at the sun. <laughs> yeah. Um... Ish. At the right amperage. You want to shoot? Right you want to shoot at the at the sun? Ish. Ish. Okay. Oh yeah. Up. <laughs> oh yeah. We're getting out of here. Going up. Uh, Y'all ever so play the game of life, wanna... or like watch a visualization of the game of life? Mm-hmm. Um. That that reminds James me Conway's of James like... Conway's game of life, the cellular automata game. Yeah. Um. It that kind of reminds me, or what we were talking about with like the whole like you know where do you get the unlimited supply of juice to like send like just to blast humanity into a particular direction to go colonize somewhere else basically. Um, 
I don't even know. I don't even if you can't decolonize. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, to decolonize. <laughs> if you if you can't like if you don't have as like enough diversity inside of a fucking like vacuum pressured fucking can, you know, of of humanity heading towards somewhere, like it's literally just going to be like the game of life in which you see this little tiny repeating pattern. You know, like when you see like little little objects, little life objects, like spreading out from the initial core. You know, in that mm-hmm. game, like they're literally mm-hmm. just repeating themselves until they are into blackness and nothingness. You know, like yeah. until they go off the screen, basically. But that's like, like that a, be... that's on a that's on a smooth surface. Like you can't just repeat the same pattern in real life. I, I guess on a large scale, it would look like it anyway. Yeah, with enough time too. Earth and no. Mars on enough time scale. We... Humans don't get to live in space. I want. Uh, you're not. I a human want humans to live in space, space though. The first, uh, human, well. the first human baby, the first human parent in space, the successful birth—that's a new species. Not, yeah, will not be human. Yeah, totally. God, there's nothing about that that's human. Uh, like anything about having a spine in space is going to be totally bizarre. Space is for fucking mollusks, and it's for single-celled organisms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Major biological advantage. Like you yeah. can't compress a liquid, man. I'm gonna get a tail. I'm gonna be like a merman. Yeah, but you need to be breathing fucking liquid water for one thing. Okay. If you that yeah, anyway, yeah. Have you Wait. all read the Expanse at all? Have you all actually read the Expanse? Yeah. Yeah. No. Any of that? Like yeah. humans, no, just... humans by like the fourth by like the fourth book or like the fifth book. Like, I mean, it's not even that long of a time scale. Like, it's just, like, it's more of, like, perspective, you know? There's still people alive that, it, during those books that, like, were born in space and, like, have never, ever been in a gravity well or been in, like, any anywhere, even, like, centrifugal, like, artificial gravity more than, like, point fucking, like, 3% of normal gravity. But there are people that, like, have adapted to, like, living short periods of time on actual, in actual gravity wells and in space, and, like, floating, and in acceleration during, like, artificial gravity and shit like that. I don't know. I feel like you can't be a mollusk if you want to, like, go in between those states. Or I guess maybe you can if you're ta- if we're talking about, uh, what is it, Krang? Or, you know? No, I'm talking about octopus. <laughs> yeah, Krang. Yeah. But Krang as octopus. Yeah, Krang Yeah, as you octopus. only need a Krang when you're on Earth. You need a cr- Otherwise, you can just be a Krang. I mean, you're talking about a Dalek is what you're talking about. Have you ever seen an octopus okay. like squeeze its way through a small space? Yes. Have you ever seen a Dalek? Have you ever seen a human brain squeeze its way through a small space? Like when you're Ooh, accelerating. Buddy. Have, you, have you, you ever seen a whole shot's heart squeeze its no. way out of its ribcage? You can squish its brain around. It's squishy, so you can like slam it against a wall and accelerate really fast, and its brain will still be a brain. Whereas our brain will be fucked up. Yeah, well, not, yeah, totally. Yeah, well, squid are the future. There, they will be, they will be uh, the people, quote unquote. I'm down. I'll in, join in octopus. In hundred years, and I give it a hundred. Becoming years. octopus. Becoming octopus. We just yeah, have to totally. find one anomalous octopus, one anomaly to like lead us through and deterritorialize the octopus realm to us. <laughs> but but by doing so, we will deterritorialize our realm to him, and he will become the Cthulhu. And we should probably become like a, a, a like a deep space squid cult. You guys, yeah, we've we've, we've done that now, haven't we? That's like we've initiated it. This, uh, the, and now we know where we're going to get an infinite amount of energy. It's from the deep oh! space squid cult. 
Yeah, yeah, no, seriously, check this out. Me and me and fucking Brezik talk about this on the phone. You send a couple of robots up to the fucking moon, you mine the fucking helium three automated style or whatever, and then you get a little fucking energy thing, right? And very slowly collect water and carbon and all this other stuff in an automated fucking warehouse up there, and then you start giving it fucking instructions to fucking by the time it would have collected enough, you know, you only have to send a couple of robots up. The bare fucking minimum needs to leave Earth. And then it just starts doing genetic shit, like building life from scratch. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's that's not perverse or or intolerable. Um, everyone will be no, fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, you know, like in the future, you can like think about your genes and someone else's genes, and like physically make a baby, you know, with programming on purpose. I. I just, I just, lost, I just lost like thirty seconds, y'all. I didn't. I, I'm totally just missed out on all that shit. Anyways, you, you just missed Mike jumping to eugenics too. It was a really. It's not fucking eugenics. It's the fucking. Really that escalated really quickly. Really fucking jetpacked up to like uh, right on up to you can design a baby with programming with rationality. Yes. Yeah, so, well, that's a little different. That's a little different than uh, human species for to live in eugenics. space. <laughs> I need to get some bigger it, headphones is, so I can take them off when you yell like that. Is CRISPR Sorry. eugenics? Uh, yeah, right. Is CRISPR no. on humans eugenics? Eugenics in the beginning is just human control. Like birth control is eugenics. Condoms are eugenics. Wait, 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 wait. Well, yeah, yeah. CRISPR is eugenics uh, is only when you're doing it with a, with a teleology. When you're actively trying to have a type of baby at a time. Yeah. No. Everybody's always eugenics trying to do that. Like, you know, eugenics is more like, uh, what is it, uh, dog pedigree stuff, you know, like breeding animals for their pedigree. That's eugenics. Branch. It's just one branch of the field of eugenics that... That's like classical eugenics, though. That's is, like... Can we just call it genics? Genome? <laughs> well, the reason it's eugenics is because it's genetic. <laughs> it's sort of the idea, I think. The eugenics is the teleology. Yeah, you're right. All right. If you try to breed a chihuahua out of a regular dog, then you're a fucking crazoid pervert. Dr. Moreau, motherfucker, with your own uh, twisted like uh, morality and your own twisted motivations, and I don't understand you. Because chihuahuas are disgusting. I don't know who did that. But uh, St. Bernard's are cool, so is that eugenics? Uh, Maybe you, you liking it is eugenics. And your eugenesis. <laughs> St. Bernard's aren't that cool. I wouldn't try to make one. <laughs> yeah, totally. No, like, no. Is it, is it, why is it eugenics and not dysgenics? Uh, is there dysgenics? means well-born, good, well. And genos, race, stock, or kin. You know, it's specifically like genetic hygiene. And it's the idea of a society you know, determining the way it breeds and who it's breeding with and all this other shit. And when they came up with this shit, it was immediately, you know, on one hand, it started as a scientific thing and it was immediately stolen by the phrenologists. Uh, uh, Yeah. You know, when way back people were breeding each other, but eugenics is more specifically when they knew what genes were. And all I'm saying is that if you have, tra- you can't have transhumanism without eugenics at all. It's not even a thing. really, really. You yeah. didn't think so? I think 
Wait, isn't transhumanism just uh, well? Oh man, I guess, I guess you're right potentially, but transhumanism feels more like CRISPR to me. You know, like intentionally just adding new genes or removing genes or changing genes. You know, but you would be doing it for reasons. Yeah, totally. And not just to yourself. Like, there's no reason not to use CRISPR to, you know, like if you want to pop leg that becomes a human baby, you know, that's the most eugenic thing you could possibly do. Use it on a what? Uh, can you just use it with the gene gun and, and like shoot me in the thigh and that becomes a human baby? Yeah, like the only oh, thing you could possibly fucking do is clone yourself with some fucking hilariously hacked together garbage from the garage. I'm opposed to human, man. Yeah. 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 It's nine o'clock. Uh, what time is it? Oh, no. We can't, um, we can't end the conversation on eugenics. No. No. All right. All right. Listen. Listen. Next time we should talk, we should like dare each other to do different biohacks and see which who, who gives in and who gets excited and whatnot. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, so you want you know, magnets in the, you know, like the stereotypical magnets in the fingertips kind of thing? I don't know. I, I, I like, wanted that when it was new, and then I waited to see for how beta testers liked it, and then they don't. And so um, maybe we should just, like, maybe we should get into grinding, though, as they used to call it. They used to call themselves grinders. I guess it doesn't – biohackers has to be it now because there's a whole other thing that's the grinder. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Oh my god. No, so so we should make gene guns and we should blast ourselves in random parts of our body that are like less uh what's what's the word? Uh, volatile. Yeah, like bay. my pinky toe. Yeah, I guess I'll just like blast myself Here's with a fucking the, gene gun. Go down the biohacking space in the bay. They like invented that shit. They Do they water? have gene blasting pellet guns? In the bay. Yeah, that's where I learned about it. It's like Atlantis. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we... Oakland fucking bought this building and has like a computer lab and like a social space and all this other stuff. And they also have a biohacking lab that has like genetic stuff in it. And it's fucking awesome. I remember you telling me about that. Actually, that's. They're yeah. doing the fucking DIY EpiPen shit or like open source EpiPen? Uh, I think. That guy was around there at some points, and I think it was mostly another crew that was in like Center or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe they want to come on the can. Open source insulin. They were trying to. That is the shit. Yeah. That would be awesome. Figure out how to DIY create insulin. Among other things. That would be be fantastic. Look, let's hunt him down and interview him. Yeah. Uh, it it has been nine o'clock for a few minutes. We can take this into meta and game out. I can say, should I say for Craig? This has been uh, this has been another uh, thrilling episode of the Intergalactic Railroad. 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 Intergalactic. <laughs> <laughs> I bring you a message from the intergalactic You're still getting off the phone, huh? Yeah, yeah. all right. <laughs> it's okay. I'm... In the morning you come, you're the latest
off it.